Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, September 17th, and happy belated Batman Day to you all out there. That was yesterday, September 16th. So hope y'all enjoyed yourselves and got some free stuff at wherever you get comic books from. Uh, there's nowhere around here. So <laughs> you 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 reminded me uh, they were playing. Uh, I forget on what channel, but uh, Batman Begins for yesterday, and I think someone was trying to be clever. Um, we talked a little bit about it off podcast, but someone was playing uh, Clean and Sober, which is a Michael Keaton film. And back when I was researching the the casting for 1989's Batman, uh, Clean and Sober is the movie that made uh, Tim Burton pick Michael Keaton to be Batman. So I think oh. someone was being clever there. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that movie. I had no. I, I have. Yeah, I hadn't either. I was a. Uh, I was trying to watch it, but I couldn't. I didn't. I had stuff to do. But I was just like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. I saw where like Cartoon Network had like Batman 89, I think, on. And I was like, is that really Cartoon Network appropriate? Like, I know Adult Swim and stuff like that's on Cartoon Network, but this wasn't Adult Swim time. So I was like, ah. Well, I- I'm just offended that it's not a cartoon. I think anything that isn't a cartoon <laughs> on Cartoon Network should be inappropriate. <laughs> that is true. I'll give you that. That is yeah. that is true. Well, I just went downstairs. This is totally, totally offbeat right here. <laughs> Starting off (laughs) in the weeds. Right. (laughs) But my wife is downstairs watching country music TV. So CMT and freaking Twilight's on. And I'm like, wait a second. What? Is someone drunk over there? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what y'all are all here for, though, is the continuation of Bat Madness. And we are celebrating Batman Day and whatnot like that through Bat Madness and coming up with the best Batman movie. So, this week we have all watched, at least I hope we have, <laughs> Batman versus Superman to get our bat flick on, and The Batman to get our Robert Pattinson shiny boy, speaking of Twilight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, we will start off with BVS, since that was prior to Robert Pattinson, and that's all the Snyderverse and all that jazz. So, Jeremy. Yes. What is your whelming? Of BVS, uh, my whelming is I am whelmed. Okay, by BVS, like uh, it just it it's a I don't know. Uh, it's honestly I'm really close to the underwhelmed with it. Really? Yeah, because it was very choppy to me and very hard to follow along some of the storylines to me. I just it, it was like some of the things that would play i'm like okay is this a dream or is this actually happening and then like got you just kind of going back and forth and then you know like we had didn't watch most of the movie with my kids but they kind of came in at the tail end where batman and superman are actually fighting and they're like so is is batman the good guy or is is superman the bad bad guy and i was like um yes (laughs) it's <laughs> exactly. something along those lines nobody's good in this universe son <laughs> yeah yeah and just so like yeah it, it was i don't know it was just just hard to, to follow sometimes to me and i was not and then but 
this is just a side thing, but that was a long movie. Yeah. But it took like freaking six hours because of the stupid ads in in Max. Like, like my the, the Max that I have has ads. Oh, okay. Oh. I get mine free through like AT and T. So I, well, I'm not. Yeah, same. I'm not, I'm not that lucky. So I don't. <laughs> I have sucks. to pay for mine, and it's like every ten minutes it felt like there was a freaking minute long ad. Oh, oh that no. fuck that noise! I will not yeah. pay for a streaming service and have ads. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just so. Dumb. I was like, "Do y'all not get enough money?" I mean, Max, right? Seriously. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. that yeah, that that would like that does blow. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. So that on top of it just it added more to to my my just whelming there. Dislike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right then, Richard. How about you? Um. All right. So I'm. I, there's a big asterisk here coming. So just, just walk walk with me here. I am underly whelmed by this movie, but okay. not for the reasons for this bracket. Okay. It's mostly the Superman stuff and the Zack Snydery bullshit that I hate. Uh, if I put those blinders on, though, and ignore all that, this Batman's pretty good. Like, this universe's Batman is pretty good. Uh, so, uh, because of that, I'm somewhere between whelmed and pleasantly whelmed. And it's mostly due to, like, if this Batman didn't, and I I'll, will we'll get into it, but there's some Batman, this Batman in particular, like the Keaton one, has some fuck you in particular moments to certain henchmen. <laughs> that, that if he didn't do that, I would say that he is, like, I'm overly whelmed by this Batman. Um, and then, like, like all Batman, honestly, one thing I've learned from all these brackets, none of them are perfect for me. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'll just say that for right now. Got you. Got you. Okay. So we, we this time around, because I haven't said it yet, we did watch the ultimate edition of this, which has got all the extra scenes. It's 31 minutes worth of extra footage and stuff like that. And I had yet to watch this actual version of it. As far as the movie goes... I I am pleasantly whelmed by these are honestly like these two movies are my favorite Batman movies out of all of them. Like so it's it's very fitting that you would make a bracket that has me putting up these two against each other <laughs> like at the very first or whatever the case is. So I'm pleasantly whelmed by this. Um there's things that I I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I think he's great as Batman. Uh, the way that he's wrote those, there's some things that I don't agree with and I don't think are actually like Batman things. But then taking into consideration the stage in life that this Batman is, especially comparing to, if you were to compare it to Robert Pattinson, who was at two years in Batman and Ben Affleck is at 20 years of being Batman. Like, I, I kind of wonder, you know, would a Batman at, at 20 years be like, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But as far as the movie goes, I'm pleasantly whelmed by it. I really enjoy it. It is long, and outside of Batman, there's more things that I don't like about it. But with the plat with the Batman stuff, I'm super like I'm pleasantly whelmed with it. Really enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I could say I see that too. Like is is more like yeah, trying to follow along with what what all Superman was like doing and has done and where we are in his storyline, but then also trying to figure out where Batman is in his storyline. And I think 
part of the, those just didn't, it didn't mesh well. And if I, like, I, if you don't really, I mean, I didn't, obviously it's been forever since I, I watched, um, what, Man of Steel? Man of Steel. Yeah. That's uh, what I was going to ask you, if you remembered watching Man of Steel, because I know no. you saw it, because you and I went to the theater to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I've seen it. I wouldn't. I didn't know that I went and saw it with you, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was, like, trying to... Uh, it's, my wife was asking, like, so did this stuff happen in movies? I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember the details of that movie. It's been forever. The blind leading the blind there. <laughs> it really is. I felt like, but I also remember Man of Steel, like the the conflict between Bruce and Clark was pretty obvious to me. And it's just the fact that like Clark is a threat because he's an alien or whatever. He's just super powered. And he, he not only is himself a threat, but then the shit that he brings along with him that yeah. you have no idea about how big of a threat that is. And, you know, Clark in that battle fucked a bunch of stuff up and Batman's all yeah. about not fucking his shit up. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Batman says if there's even a 1% chance that, you know, he could be whatever evil, um, then that's something that he's not gonna, gonna take standing lightly. Um, yeah. Especially since he's like, basically like a walking nuclear warhead. Like, not necessarily yeah. a bomb, but he has the potential to cause that much devastation. Yeah. Um, well, and it has callbacks to the story, the Doom story. Where, right. like, he's well, got all these protocols for all, in case any of the superheroes go rogue. Oh, you're talking about, like, like the Tower of Babel? Is that what it is? I, I can't... The Tower of Babel is where he has uh, the, the the contingency plans for the okay. Justice League. Uh, the cartoon that it's based off of, or the cartoon that's based off the comic is called, I forget, like, Justice League Doom or something like that. I that's what, what I Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and, and in that, like, he's got contingencies for everybody, and then he winds up having to use them and stuff like So, like, to me, that was very Batman-esque where he finally meets somebody that's like ridiculously powered and he's like, okay, yeah, I've got to, I've got to figure well, out a way. This is also again, and we'll get into it, but like, this is the dark Knight returns as well. Like this is just yes. a, a, a big chunk of it is just the dark Knight returns. Yeah. And, and me not being a Superman fan, getting to see Superman's ass kicked by Batman is like the best thing ever. And so I absolutely love it. So, yeah, the, I'll get into Superman stuff. Like, I don't, so, I, I, like, the very start of it pisses me off. It's like, oh, look, it's Jimmy Olsen, Superman's best pal. No, fuck you, he's dead. Uh, Superman kills that guy that's threatening to kill Lois at the start of that, the one he pushes through, like, eight walls. Like, that dude's dead. That dude's fucking yeah. dead. You cannot sit there with a straight face and tell me, no, he survived. That dude is fucking dead, especially, and it's so egregious to me because Superman could ease, like, he's faster than a speeding bullet. Faster than a speeding bullet. Like, I want to reiterate that again. Yeah, but... He could just but, uh, zoom up and what, take the gun from him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... At what distance, though? Like, I mean, you can't get... If he's faster, if that bullet's ahead of him too almost much. as fast as the Flash. So he's faster than that guy could react to pull the trigger. Yeah. And All I'm saying is, is the comic book trope that we always go by, there was no body. So, therefore, uh, no, he could still absolutely. be alive. <laughs> that dude's fucking dead. Um, 
the plan to frame Superman, I know the the extended edition that we watch uh, fixes it, and I use fix in air quotes because they add the scene where they're torturing, tor- torturing, torching the bodies with flamethrowers. But the fact that they shoot the bodies and then flamethrower everybody to make it look like Superman killed those people with his heat vision, I think is just really dumb. I think they should have just done straight up. Because, like, forensics could easily, like, figure out that those people were killed by by gunshot and not flames. Yeah. Um, the uh, Superman looks miserable throughout this movie. <laughs> like... I'm just getting all of my Superman stuff because I literally wrote a section down. The Superman stuff. Um, he looks fucking miserable throughout this entire movie. He doesn't look hopeful. Superman needs to be like, I'm not a big Superman fan. I'm not, but I'm a big Superman defender because I believe like everybody else of the Justice League, he has a part on the team and his part is to be like the Captain America, the hokey, lawful, good person. I, he needs to be that that person so that they have a more, he's their moral compass, if you will. Yes. Um, the Lex stuff, I fucking uh. hate. He's like an amalgam of Mark Zuckerberg and uh, <laughs> Max Landis. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's so bad, especially because rumors had come out that we were going to get a Brian Cranston uh, Lex, Ooh. and it would have been way better than what we got here. Um, that would have been great. Superman makes death threats to both Batman and Lex, which is just, once again, totally out of character. I hate it. Um, and then uh, I, I, I didn't have all of them down because I, I think I ran out of like time or something. But anyway, the last thing I have is when the most one of the most egregious moments, and it was in the trailer that made me go, fuck this movie. Ma Kent tells <laughs> Clark that he doesn't owe this world anything. And I'm like... No, absolutely not. The Kents are not that way at all. They're not this cynical, jaded group of people. It's just so it irritates. It's once again Zack Snyder. Like Zack Snyder is great at making a Watchmen movie where it's dark and nihilistic and it's dissecting superheroes. But when he tries to do it with the Justice League, it just does not work for me. But anyway, that's all the stuff I had. So for, for the Superman movie. I want to swing back around to Jimmy Olsen real quick because that's like the one note that I wrote about this movie and it was Jimmy Olsen. Zack Snyder didn't know what the fuck to do with him. <laughs> it was He just made him an FBI operative yeah. and had him killed. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it made him a CIA agent or something. I, it's so bad. <laughs> to me, I, it feels like Zack Snyder going like... The all the hokey stuff that Superman's into, he's like, no, fuck that noise. You know, that's for <laughs> sis, that's for pussies. Like, <laughs> and it just pisses me off because I'm like, there's you can do like, like once again, look at way Chris Evans did Captain America. He's hokey, but he's at least cool. Like you, yeah. um, see, I feel like somebody was like, so uh, what are you gonna do with, with Jimmy Olsen? And Zach Snyder went, who? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I hope not. I, like he may have, but anyway. So, if you have, if you have any more Superman stuff, we can talk about the Batman stuff now. <laughs> uh, I didn't really. Right, okay. Okay. No, I I don't think I have anything else. I I don't care about Superman. Fuck him. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, it, I don't care if he's miserable. It was like to me like one of the things that like where I first when 
just starting this movie that like kind of threw me off and it was that apparently bats can make you levitate. Like, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my, came down, I was like, what the crap is this? My, like, my wife was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, and I was like, it's a dream. Just hang on. It's just a dream. Was, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say that necessarily. No, but it, like, I mean, it does. Cause he wakes up or no, he doesn't. He's narrating. No, He's talking about the dream. Yeah, I guess. And then, like, then old Bruce, like, hops into a freaking Jeep compass and is barreling well, through that's the a whole renegade. city. <laughs> oh, yeah, Renegade, my bad. It's like, what the? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, well, that was a uh, product placement because there was a, oh, yeah. when that movie was coming out, there was a, uh, a commercial with, like, Bruce, like, uh, Ben Affleck driving around in that Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I poked fun of that even when I first saw that too. Like, why why would Bruce Wayne have a Jeep? Like, that didn't yeah. even make sense. But then, like, rewatching it now, I was like, you know what? That actually probably was, like, the smartest thing to have at that point in time. Like, because it has to get up and go. It does have the four-wheel drive, things like that. I'm like, okay, I, was can, it, I can kind of see it. I haven't watched this movie a ton of times. Was it his Jeep? I thought it was just a, a no, car. Yeah, he it was he a- snatches at the, in the moment. Maybe it was from Alfred or something. I can't remember who was standing yeah. there. Alfred would totally drive a Jeep Renegade. Yes. Let's be real. Like, come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Jeremy Irons as yeah. Alfred. Yeah. I think he is awesome as Alfred. I love the 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 dynamics between him and Ben Affleck. But they're Bruce and they're Alfred. I really enjoyed that, and I really like it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my note is, love Jeremy Irons' is Alfred Pennyworth. We get sassy Alfred in this. Yeah. I always love when we get a sassy Alfred. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was really cool. Because he was like, and he was his mechanic, basically. Yeah. And I really liked that. And he was able to just be able to fix everything and all that stuff. My favorite Alfreds are usually when they don't make him a geriatric. Like, he's still kind of oh, young yeah. and spry looking. Like, he's great, but like, he can still do stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I think it goes back to that whole have Bruce having somebody that he can bounce stuff off of. Yeah. And that will tell yeah. him when he's wrong and actually be right about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's the one of the only people that could do that in the DC world. Yeah. Yep. So was the whole bat branding thing, has that ever been a, a thing? Uh, no, it's dumb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. I, yeah, I did. I thought that was dumb too. It's it's a contrived way to get Batman and Superman to fight each other because that's one of the reasons why Superman because Lex is Lex hires the Russian dude to basically pay people in prison to kill anybody that has a bat brand on them. So when Batman is doing that, it's murder like it's essentially sending those people to their death. Yeah, and Superman right. realizes that as Clark Kent doing investigative work as he's wa- as he's I was gonna say as he's watching this movie as he's going along <laughs> through this movie, and that's what pisses him off is he's like, oh, he's just judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah, which it's I mean, not just blinking eye past the KG beast either. By the way, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, the what? To be honest with you, I I forgot that was the KG beast. I totally forgot that. Yeah, the the Russian guy that has like the flamethrower and mock hint, you see him a couple of times. He he's the one that kills Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Um that's the that tattoos on his neck and stuff. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah, he had like some tattoo like on his Adam's apple. Yeah. Which fucking hurt. Anyway, oh, yeah. um 
the uh, he's the KG beast. He's a uh, Batman villain. It's a Russian agent. He usually in the comics, he usually has like a detachable hand that he can replace with like a gun or an axe or a flamethrower or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know that he almost killed Dick Grayson here not long ago in the Tom King run and Batman lost his shit on him. So, yeah. That's a pretty good story. I haven't seen that or read that. I mean, um, yeah, that's the other thing that kind of annoys me about the Snyderverse is some things we get that are fantastical. Like what I mean is like, uh, he'll make certain things that are gritty and grounded in realism and then other stuff, he just goes full ham on like the the like comic bookiness of it. Like, you know, that wouldn't really Doomsday. work. Well, not just Doomsday, <laughs> but like, I was just thinking one of my arguments for the flamethrower thing, instead of having bullets to frame Superman, have them have like laser guns. Like, let's go whole ham here. And, like, since we're living in a world that has Superman in it, like, let's don't make it so grounded and gritty and realistic. Yeah. Actually, make it look like Superman actually killed somebody instead of, yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I'm going to, I'm, I like Jesse Eisenberg and things. I don't like him at all as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like, there's never a part in this entire thing where I'm like, you know what? He plays a really good Lex Luthor. <laughs> and I think it's more to do with the way that it's wrote than it is Jesse Eisenberg's acting. Because I think that he could actually play other Batman villains really well. Yeah. But just not Lex Luthor. He'd be a great Riddler. Riddler, I could see. Riddler, I could see being pretty... That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't think his acting's great. Mad Hatter. I Yeah, Mad Hatter would be great. Uh, I... I like him in the Facebook movie. I forget what it's called. Uh, social media or, or whatever. Yeah. I forget what it is. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I like him in the zombie land stuff. I even like him in the Max Landis movie that I can't think of right now. American Ultra, I think is the name of it. Anyway, um, the, the scene where he's like pressing his face is at the end when he's pressing his face up against the bars and he's like frothing at the mouth or something. I just want to punch him in the face. Right? <laughs> it's I, I'm like, right? why did you decide to do that in that scene? It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's not a Lex Luthor move. Like no. Lex Luthor always has his cool about exactly. Him. He'd have his hands like behind his back and be like, you know, the, the this won't hold. You know that right, Batman. Like stuff like that. Like I'll be out. And I'll be coming for you again, like kind of thing. Right, right. Or he'd be standing there, like you're, like you're saying, with the hands behind it. The bells are ringing, Batman. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. like that, it would, it'd be very stoic looking, like mm-hmm. he, not insane. So yeah, I don't, I don't dig that. Like I said, that's why I go back to the way the writing is because like, there's several Jesse Eisenberg things that like, uh, the 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 magician movie that he's in that had the sequel and stuff like that. People love that movie. Oh yeah, what are those called? Uh. Now you see me. Now you see me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I mean, he can act. I just, I don't think the way this Lex Luthor was wrote is correct. Yeah. Yeah. So along with Doomsday, Doomsday was fucking stupid. He yeah. was horrendous looking. It was like uh, he's a uh, the people <laughs> the people talk about it. He's a cave troll. Like he looks exactly like the Lord of the Rings cave troll. And my my wife made some joke. It was like this movie should have been called Batman versus Superman versus the Hulk. <laughs> yeah that's basically what whenever he would jump around like that that's may, what it made me think about was just like oh so it's kind of DC's version of the Hulk yeah we could spend an uh, entire episode just talking about Doomsday but yeah anyway it was it was funny too like 
um, and in talking about that, like with my kid, my youngest, whenever he was, we were watching it, so he was asking questions, all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, we started whenever they were, you know, Batman and Superman were fighting. So Batman had on his like uh, Hulk Crusher, like Batman suit thing. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, whenever they go to fight Doomsday, he doesn't have it on anymore. He says, and my son was like, oh, so he's just, he's good whenever he's in this suit. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the things that annoyed me about that is like the suit gets damaged with the Superman fight, but we'll notice if you'll notice the cowl because he he's wearing that that mech yeah. helmet over his cowl because you can kind of see it underneath where it's like torn and you see his real face. Um, and then in the very the very next scene when he's like boarding the bat plane to like go yep. save Martha. Why did you say that name anyway? Uh, <laughs> and. Where is she? Uh, <laughs> the very next scene, he has a new cow. So I'm like, did he have a spare one in the bat plane? Like, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. The, the whole Martha thing is ridiculous and stupid. However, yeah. I never put two and two together until that fucking scene. Oh my God. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, I get like, I get what Snyder was trying to do. Is like, it, it's what snaps Batman and makes him realize, even though this dude's an alien, He's just like me. He has a mom. And yeah. it's dumb though how it how he how he goes about telling that to the audience yes. is so dumb. Yes. Um I cannot stand it. Uh Well, and like Superman drops down at the very beginning of that fight and he's like you know, I we got we got to talk about this and it's like he tried one time to sit there right. and reason with Batman oh, no. and then after yeah. that he's like, "No, fuck you." And he thumps him across the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's my point is i wish he would have just picked batman up and been like they're gonna kill my mom like right i i i need your help yeah like let's put our bullshit aside for a second and i need your help (laughs) now don't get me wrong i still want to see them face off and i still want to see superman get his ass kicked however the the whole that whole that whole trying that that just didn't work for me yeah the other thing i was i was uh I'm sorry, but in for a second, Richard, but like the, the one thing I, I, I was wishing though was like whenever it was like the final part of Batman and Superman fighting and, you know, Batman picks him up and I really, really wanted him, you know, it, it almost like he was going to like break him. And I really wanted to know if it was going to be finding out if his spirit broke first or his body. <laughs> or your body. <laughs> That's it. Um, that scene so reminded me of that. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Fight like a young man, admirable with, with nothing held back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> admirable but mistaken. Uh oh, Bane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the one of the things that annoys me, and I know it happens in, I'm pretty sure it does. I don't know. I've read that thing like once, maybe twice, and I. Anyway, uh, the Dark Knight, like what I'm getting at is comic book Batman always keeps a kryptonite ring on his utility belt. And it's usually in a lead lined like pouch. So it doesn't affect Superman, nor can Superman see it. But it's in case something ever happens and he has to fight Superman. And because in the comics, kryptonite can literally just be in the room with Superman and it begins to hurt him. So what I'm getting Mm -hmm. at is that giant chunk of kryptonite, don't turn it into glass, or not gla- uh, glass, gas, 
and like a weird spear like just sit the whole rock down in front of him and you'd have been fine yeah. <laughs> okay so with with that Zach and I'm sure you know this but Zack Snyder was going for anybody out there who doesn't know Zack Snyder was going for very much a religious thing with this whole Superman story oh yeah it's very heavy handed Superman being Jesus and having you know the the spear of destiny and that's why Superman, because out of all the things that Batman could have made, out of all the things, why the fuck wouldn't he have made a bullet? Because he had no problems using guns in this movie. Yeah. So why wouldn't he have made a bullet or bullets? And so the gas made sense to me only because it's like, you know, as he's cutting the thing down to a spear, he's got leftovers and they probably yeah. came down and he can make a gas into it. But that's what the whole, th- you'll see crosses throughout this. There's lots of religious things that are said, especially with Lex Luthor and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's that's the whole why Zack Snyder was doing that was was making this religious statement. The the biggest scene that they hammer you over the head with is when Superman is like rescuing people and like like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is on there and he's talking about a world with Superman and they mention like religious sort of imagery of Superman and stuff like that and then you see like people like reaching out to him you know yeah. like he's God or something and anyway. Well, even like the the Superman death scene, you know, of course, there's the whole he, right. he throws his arms out to the side like a crucifixion. When they lay him down, he's standing. He's got three people standing around him, and in the background, you see crosses on top of like what's kind of like a hill. Yeah. So, lots of religious imagery in this. Yeah. If y'all didn't know, so. Uh, all right. So let's get to the the the, the like the Batmaning stuff. What do you think of the suit? Love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. I actually really like his his suit, his Batman suit. Now, like incognito Batman, I wasn't a fan. Of, incognito like, Batman, the the trench coat thing. Whenever he's whenever he's out in the desert. Oh, oh. the the Dark Side Wars <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah, future Batman. I, I, I like that because that that is yes. such a comic booky thing. Batman, will, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, be out in the desert and he'll have a a, a duster coat on, yes. but he'll still have the bat cowl. <laughs> And um, I don't like that. It's hot as fuck in that thing, too. (laughs) My issue... Okay, so my note for the suit is, again, this suit would be damn near perfect if they just would fix the cowl and slimmed him down. Like, we we see Batfleck, like, fucking... Which, fun fact, the uh, real quick. The Batsuit in the film was influenced by The Dark Knight Returns. Unlike the suit seen in previous live-action films... Uh, it was made with cloth instead of armor, and it uh, it is a cast of the physique fitness model uh, Rosano Ray. And then Batfleck began working out two hours a day on a daily basis the next day after he was cast as Batman to get ready for this role. Nice. So we see, like, he is shredded in that scene, yes. man. Yeah. Just put cloth on him. Like, we don't need the padded <laughs> muscles as well. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> what I'm getting at is he's just, he's so bulky looking to me. And it's so, like, when he's up in that corner at the beginning of the film, you know, when the, the police find oh, him, yeah. the, the whatever, sex trafficking people. His ring moment. Yeah. I, <laughs> one, one never show that. Like, it's creepy when he crawls across the wall, but when he's just in the what? corner, it looks so goofy to me. <laughs> it's just kind of like, hey, how's it going? Like the um, Grinch up there. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um... But uh, he looks so bulky in a lot of scenes. Yeah. And then the cow, I, I like, like, I, I took an image. He looks like a pit bull. 
He looks like a fucking pit bull. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. I, just, I don't like it. I it needs. Yeah, it. it needs something changed about it. I think it's the neck. The neck is too fucking big. Um, yeah, he just. Yeah. To me, sometimes it seemed like his like his ears were snipped or something. Like yeah, like the little bad ears or whatever. They just they were like like really short. Oh, I the well. I see where you're standing now on the ear stance. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see your true colors now. No long, no floppy for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything. About, I love the short ears. I love the cow. I love how big he is. I love fucking everything about the suit. Yeah. Absolutely everything about it. And I don't know if it's just because we never really got like a decent sized Batman before. Like I understand the 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 argument of Batman's supposed to be somewhat of a ninja. And so like he needs to be trimmer, slimmer, whatever. Like I get that. But I I don't know. I just I love this bigger, beefier, like I love it. Absolutely. The first it. the first Bale Batman, that build that he has, like when you see him shirtless working on working out in like with the League of Shadows, mm. like that's my favorite sort of build for Batman. But uh and, and we'll get into the other Batman build in the next movie. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, but uh <laughs> No, yeah, I, I like I like it a lot, like a lot. I don't like the, also the, but again, this is the Dark Knight Returns bat symbol. I like, yes, I, I call it the fat bat. It just looks very like overweight bat symbol. <laughs> it's had too many pizzas and beers in retirement. Bat dad. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> At least you get a break from the like crotch shots, like yes. him putting it on and everything. Well, I'm not. I don't know, like, uh, Snyder does, maybe it's the, I'm thinking of Justice League. Snyder does a lot of low shots wh- where you see all the cod pieces. And the only reason I know is because my wife mentions, she's like, Jesus Christ, did all the cod pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I know with uh, Wonder Woman, I think there's a lot of, like, ass shots in it or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah, there, there was in this one. There was, like, a straight up, like, uh, <laughs> my wife made some joke about, like, well, she must have tipped her waxer. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think about the Batmobile in this? Oh, uh, I, I was trying to really pay attention to that, and I actually kind of like it. Um, I like that it still has the. It it, it kind of has the the bat like um, wings or whatever kind of if you pay like look at it and mm-hmm. pay attention there, but they're more solid and not flapping around while he's driving down the road. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I actually kind of really like likes it. likes a floppy wing. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I, uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Because I like it when Batman has a two-seater, not a one-seater. And I like it, I don't know, it, it's, it's in that in-between for me. I like it better than Tumblr. And I like it better than, you know, Batman Robin, Batman Forever. But like Keaton's, I don't know. Keaton's is that nice sweet spot right there. You know, especially outside of like the animated series. I really like that one as well. Yeah. But uh, Keaton is that nice sweet spot of just cool and also like Batman-esque. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I wrote down, I don't mind this Batmobile at all. Uh, It's... I actually ranked them and I included the animated series. <laughs> so for me, number one is the animated series. Keaton is number two. Pattinson's number three. Ben Affleck's number four. Bell is five. 
Kilmer is six and Clooney is seven. Wow, the Tumblr made it. <laughs> to, to not it made last. it ab- it made it above. <laughs> uh, I hate the the Forever and Batman and Robin are the worst Batmobiles to me. <laughs> I hate them so much. Let me ask you this because you asked me earlier, uh, or you asked me on a previous episode, what did y'all think of the score of this movie? Oh. Uh, forgettable because I can't even remember it to be honest with you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I actually kinda liked it. And there was uh oh the the and the final scene of like Superman actually stabbing Doomsday, like the the build up that they had there was was really is actually was pretty nice too. So. I know this is like we were talking about it before off podcasts where you get that first Wonder Woman score that they just kind of like Yeah continue on throughout the the Zack Snyder you know. <laughs> yeah which which is awesome but like we were saying it it seems a little overdone now yeah it's like anytime they somebody says wonder you all of a sudden start hearing <laughs> yes. the guitar riff yeah yeah literally it could be like Barry going like I wonder what I'm gonna have for a- <laughs> oh <laughs> but they gotta cut it off real quick like oh sorry <laughs> wrong, wrong word wrong word uh, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love this score. Like, absolutely. I I went out and bought the CD of this. You're talking like how you had gotten, you know, the the Batman, the original Batman soundtrack. I I personally like. I had to have the CD for this movie. The score, A Beautiful Lie, is fu- oh, I, it's so short, but I fucking love it. Mm. And it's that first score that you hear when the movie's coming on, and he's like falling down into the pit and stuff like that, that piano. Mm-hmm. And we get the, we get the pearl drop and all that kind of stuff with <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan and the chick that plays Maggie. Yeah. Uh, so like, Oh, I just, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Uh, man, that, that pearl drop one is the most like <laughs> dramatic and cinematic yeah. looking with the, like it's wrapped around the like hammer of the gun. Right. And when it fires, it clips it and then they just fall. And anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to remember uh, a very famous per- Hans Zimmer. I thought that's who it was. Yeah. Hans, Z- Hans Zimmer did the uh, score for this. Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. Yeah, Junkie XL. Yes. Don't know who Junkie XL is though. I think he had a lot to do with the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like uh, I like what we see with Batman and the detective-y stuff in this as well. He does some pretty decent detective work in this. Lots of gadgetry as well. Yeah. Like we see, uh, you know, when he's trying to figure out who the white uh, Portuguese is with the kryptonite and everything, like, that was cool. I liked seeing that. Um, what do you think of the Batcave? Like the Batcave? I like it. Yeah. Okay. I like the entrance to this one, actually. I thought that one was pretty cool. It was cool, but I I didn't like the entrance. I will say that. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, the Batman here in a second. And I, I've got things to say about that one as well. But I think overall, like Batman's setup was pretty cool. I liked all the glass and stuff like that. I'm sure it's bulletproof, but he can see from whatever point in the house out at, to what may be coming or whatever the case was. It's very odd to see Wayne Manor in such well, disarray as it is. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's not, it's technically not Wayne Manor. It burned down which I looked up, we don't know the answer why. I guess Snyder was going to say why, unless you happen to know, Michael, because I don't follow Snyder as much. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, and it's just like, it got burned down, so he like rebuilt 
Because I don't know if that's the Bat Cave or just like a a new Bat Cave. You know, in other words, the other one's like destroyed. Like maybe yeah. the Joker did it when he killed Robin in this universe. Yeah, I mean, because the Bat Cave and pretty much all the movies has gotten fucked up at some point in time. Yeah. So Bale's Batman's got fucked up. Yeah. Um, Kilmer's got messed up. So yeah, we do get a Robin, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which I kind of credit that towards like his why he's his stance on guns at this point in time. Yeah. Like I kind of credit that somewhat towards it. And like I said, the he's been doing it for 20 years. So I kind of credit that as well to it. But I don't like it still. I the I'm 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 not fine with it. But OK, we'll get it. I'll just get into it. Like just because we're <laughs> running out of time. <laughs> I'm going to spend an hour just talking about this one movie. Uh the scene where Batman takes out all the thugs in the warehouse yes! is probably Batfleck's best scene ever. But I do yeah. have some some caveats because there it's in an earlier scene, but there are some like fuck you in particular moments where he <laughs> uses the gra- like the bat claw and he yeah. pulls a uh, a crate and just crushes a dude's head. Like we see it splatter up against yes. the wall, and then when well, he sh- go ahead. I just there was that and when again when I was watching this with my kids, my oldest <laughs> saw that. And then he's like, so but I don't think he put two and two together of but he was like, so did they just come and like spray paint after he threw that? Like some red paint on there yes, after they he did, threw that? Son. <laughs> I was like Yes they did. Um I didn't quite see it, so we're just gonna move on past it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I have beef when he shoots KG Beast with the the assault rifle, and it, to me, I, like I get it, but whatever. He's what I'm getting at is if Snyder had told a better story, like the flashback or flash forward, whatever the premonition that Batman has in the future where he's using guns and stuff, like Snyder's trying to show you that oh, this is a Batman that he's pushed to his limits. And he's using guns. So like, oh, he like, this is really like, this future is super fucked up. Like, in other words, he doesn't have a robotic arm, but this is a way to show that he has a robotic <laughs> arm. Like, that the future is <laughs> fucked up. And he just didn't do enough because we see him take out thugs. Like when I'm getting at is um the, uh, the grappling hook on the Batmobile and he's dragging that car along. And oh, like those dudes are fucking like like the Superman guy. You cannot convince me that they're alive. They're fucking dead. There's no way they're not dead. Um, he shoots a bunch of people in the bat plane, and then of course now I'm getting back to the KGB's guy. He shoots him, and I really wish he'd have used a batter. Like I'm kind of fine with him killing someone, but not with a gun. Like I draw the line there. Like not with a gun. Well, he, he should have thrown a batarang or something. He didn't shoot like. The KGB guy. He shot, he shot his the tank. tank. Yeah, fuck off yeah. with that. Like he yeah. shot the tank. Oh, like, yeah, semantics. I mean. Sorry. Like <laughs> he still fucking murdered him with a gun. Like you could have had him if you wanted to. You could have him throw it. It cuts the line to the flamethrower, so the flamethrower doesn't actually work. When he goes to click the trigger, he blows himself up. So technically, you could say if you want to get into the, the technicality of stuff, you could say technically Batman didn't kill him. The guy killed himself. Exactly. That's what happened. No, he th- he fucking murdered that dude with a gun. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. Yeah. I will say, as far as like the the nightmare scenes and stuff like that, 
I was thinking more along the lines of this Batman has been at war now in the desert with parademons. And there is no like taking parademons to justice. Like you have to murk those guys. And so at that point in time, like he's just been murdering parademons. And so now it's like, now it's just nothing to him. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I took that one. But yes, they did drag it more into the present day. And I, I, no, I don't like that as much. Yeah. So, but I do like how like violent this Batman is. And like some of those like head grabs in the, and <laughs> yeah. the way he would like slam them face first into the ground, feet up in the air and everything. I was like, motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> that because like you said, like maybe this is a Batman that's very jaded and stuff. But it, it, I, like I said, I draw the lines with the guns that really irks the shit out of me because <laughs> I'm just, it's ingrained in me from the animated series where like Batman would pull a gun and his hand would begin to shake and he'd drop it because he'd have like trauma from it. Uh, so like, it, I just draw the line there. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, but yeah. Cool. Y'all got anything else for this movie? Uh, I do two things. Uh, just the, the, we talked a little bit about the bat armor. It is just straight up ripped from the pages yes. of the Dark Knight Returns. It looks just like the one from the comic. Um, Love that shit. The, uh, and then the last thing is, uh, because I talked about all the other ones, this Gotham, I don't really like, and I don't like that it is literally next, like it's butted up against Metropolis. Like it's just separated by a canal. It's <laughs> yeah. so annoying because like, uh-huh. then, then you're like, okay, so why doesn't Superman just stop all crime in Gotham? Because it's right fucking there. <laughs> his city. That's so dumb, though. That's what my wife said. My wife was made a joke of like, it's not his jurisdiction. I'm like, fuck exactly. off with that. <laughs> I'm like, he go, yeah, but he goes to literally another country to stop something or save people. Like, fuck off with that kind of no. <laughs> Batman should have. Batman has a handle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny that was oh, it, one of the, what was funny too. Like whenever you uh, tell about like the the bat dad bod, basically of this <laughs> one, like even his Batman symbol looked like chunky. No, that's me. what I was that's talking what, about. Yeah, that's oh, what. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I got you, babe. No, and I wasn't talking about his actual bod. Like, because like I said, when he's doing the like CrossFit workout, you could see yeah. the dude's fucking shredded. Yeah, but uh. No, I just, yeah, that symbol, that that's the Dark Knight Return symbol. And it's supposed to, like, it's, that Batman is retired and he comes out of retirement to fight Superman. And, uh, oh, gotcha. Because Superman's like a stool for the government at this point. Because, anyway, Batman takes over the city. It's a long, it's a whole thing. It's a whole <laughs> Frank Miller bullshit thing. <laughs> we should read it. Oh, absolutely, we should read it. It's a very <laughs> seminal Batman story. Yeah. I wish my fucking dad bod looked like that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't even have a dad bod. I just have like a a, a couch bod. <laughs> <laughs> a dad lump. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. All right, let's move on now to the Batman with Robert Pattinson, Andy Serkis as Alfred. Lots of other cast characters here. Uh, even some that like people didn't even realize they were playing certain characters. So I'm um, speaking of Colin Farrell as the penguin. Oh. And then Zoe yeah. Kravitz as Catwoman. Yeah. So, Jeremy, we we by the way, yeah. we the Comically Comics podcast have done a review of the Batman before. So if you want to hear our first initial review of this, go back and listen to that. But Jeremy, now that you've watched it a second time, at least one extra time. 
What's your whelming on it this time around? Uh, I am pleasantly whelmed. Uh, I still pleasantly whelmed, I guess. Yeah. On the tops of that. Okay. Um, it's still like, to me, it's one of my, my favorites. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So it, it's just a good, like, and, and knowing that it, he's in his initial stages here, he even puts it into another perspective. Um, so it, it's just, it's a good detective Batman, like actual true detective, like we had said in our original review. And, um, you know, yeah, it's just, it's one that I really enjoyed. Do you have fireworks going off at your desk? No, I I play these <laughs> movies like a little bit in the background because I, just to help, like as I'm remembering things, to make sure I hit those notes too. If anything <laughs> pops in my in my head, I just saw shit <laughs> flashing on your face, and I was like, "That man has firecrackers at his desk. What's going on here?" <laughs> no, uh, it's a screensaver, Richard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Richard, what is your whelming of this movie? Uh, I'm still overly whelmed. This, I've watched this movie way too many times already. And um, again, this is such an amazing, like I'm going to echo everything basically I said in my first review. This is such an amazingly crafted Batman story. It's not perfect by any means, but it's damn good. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say until we get into the, to more of it. But yeah. Cool. I'm going to pretty much echo y'all. Like I'm on the the pleasantly whelmed spectrum of this. This is everything that I've been talking about. I wanted in a Batman movie for the longest time. Uh, the downside of this is it's long as fuck. Yeah. And there's so many other stories going on that make this movie long as fuck. Yeah. And so I kind of wish like it wasn't as long as it is. However, that's really the baddest thing that I have to say about this. Other than, you know, this Batman ought to be dead as well whenever oh, he yeah, jumped abs- off that abs- building. Oh, oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sugar gliding <laughs> through the city. Yeah. Like, that motherfucker is dead. There's no way. Yeah. Freaking pinballing through there. Yeah, no. Like, I think we talked about that. Like, yeah. he abs... Like, when he's in the squirrel suit, and that's the one thing I, I really don't... Anyway, uh, we'll talk about the bat suit. Uh, but the, the bat suit, like, the cow's leather. It's leather. Like, yeah. uh, it's awesome. he hits his head. Yes. Up Multiple on that times. bridge. <laughs> like, yeah. that he should have been dead or in a coma. <laughs> like, yeah. there would be no walking away from this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that motherfucker, he, yeah, he died before Alfred. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I think this movie gave us everything that, like, I wanted. I wanted a detective movie, and that's what this was. This was a detective Batman. And like I I I don't like the I don't like the Alfred Bruce story. I think it's dumb and I've never liked it anytime that I've ever watched it. It's it's something that shouldn't be there and it is, and it was trying to make Bruce grow or whatever, or have may have him have room to grow, and I think it's just stupid. But I really enjoy the relationship that Bruce has or Batman has with Jim Gordon. Yeah. I think that's something awesome and something yeah. that we really haven't seen throughout the movies as much. I, Christian Bale tried to hit on it, but I just don't think it's like this took it up a notch and this made this is a lot better to me. Yeah. 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 Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon is great. Yes. I love I love Jeffrey Wright in general. Like he was in uh, Westworld. He's pretty good in that. But uh anyway, yeah, like 
He's great. And I love just the whatever, just them doing detective y stuff, like the thumb drive stuff. The, yeah. when, when they're in Gotham PD and Batman's unconscious and like they're like, he's like, let me let me have a moment with him. And then they're whispering, and then Batman's like, Hey, who's that guy over there? And he's like, What? And then he just sucks him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's great, man. It's a very like comic accurate dynamic of of their relationship. Yeah. And I feel like like we're talking about the suit a little bit, and I feel like this cow and Batflick's cow are the best looking cows as far as like fitting the people's face. Mm. It doesn't make them do that whole lip thing where their lip. Yeah, like, <laughs> I I fucking hate this cow. I hate it so much. I I'm really hoping the next movie, like the entire like. I, I I I said this originally with the other one is I love this movie but I hate the bat suit. I get that it's a year two. I'm really hoping the sequel will like revise this and perfect it because it definitely needs some revision work on that. But uh, it's not my favorite bat suit. The bat symbol is like probably my least favorite part of this whole yeah. thing. What's his bat orang? Which he doesn't even orang. <laughs> it's his bat. <laughs> It's this bat knife. I'm curious to see. I know you've called the whole he's he's using venom at that one towards the end of the movie. I'm curious to see if that's what that actually is. Cause that'd be pretty cool. It has to be. So like go ahead and introduce it that. It has to be. Like I was telling my wife when that scene was coming up, I was like, look, just watch this for a second. And cause it it, it like it was. It was so long. We we started at like I forget, like 10. It was like one in the morning <laughs> on a oh, Friday yeah. that we finally finished it. But uh, I was like, what? What? I was like, just pay attention for this. And I was like, that has to be Venom, right? Like it's green, it's glowing. He takes it. He's immediately into, like, he has, he's stronger and he's like in a rage. Like, I know it could be, uh, what do you call it? Uh, adrenaline, but it, you don't take adrenaline through your thigh. Like, maybe he does. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> No pearl dropping in this Batman. No. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we've seen them too. We've seen so many. The 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 last one was very like you were talking about, like yeah. dramatic in a show in and of mm-hmm. itself. And then it's and like multiple times. Fuck the pearls on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably get in the next one. Let's be real here. They're probably yeah. they, they can't resist themselves with a Batman story. I was gonna say, do you think we'll actually go through like a trilogy with no pearl dropping? That would be nice. Yeah. I doubt it, but that would be nice. If you're listening out there, Matt Reeves, three nerds say no pull drop. Yes. <laughs> We've seen Do enough it. of the death of the Waynes. We get it. Is this one supposed to be like three or is it just as of right now, it's only like they've gotten at least obviously the second one confirmed. But uh, I There's no talks of a third one right now, but yeah. if it, let's be real, if it makes a ton of money, they'll absolutely make a third one. True. I was going to say, just the day and age that we're in. And then, like, you've got the Penguins uh, spinoff TV show coming to HBO as right. well. Yeah. So, waiting on that to drop. That'd be, that, I think that's going to be good. I like Colin, Colin Farrell as yes. Penguin. I like this version yeah. of the Penguin, yes. too. Same. This is what I like. Yeah, and if you, like, I knew because, you know, I'm, I'm always into, like, all this comic book movie stuff. But if you had not told me that Colin Farrell was the Penguin, oh. I would have not known that was Colin Farrell. I'd yeah. call bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, so who the fuck are you looking at? That's not him. Like, it's not a typical, like, penguin, uh, like, that we usually get. Mm-mm. But I love it. I love it so much. It works yeah. so well. 
<laughs> it, it's definitely the mob boss, like, I don't know. I, yeah. it's, it's everything that I wanted in a penguin, pretty yeah. much. So. Well, usually, like, we get, like, the Cockney accent. Usually he has, like, a British sort of, like, uh, the, the Arkham Games does it. Some of the comics do it where they, like, phonetically sort of spell how he's saying, you know, he's like, hello, love, you know. What, what do we got here? You know, I, I can't do it. I'm probably butchering. It's <laughs> our, our one, like, I think we have one listener that's out in like Britain that listens to us. So he's probably rolling his eyes at me now. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I love the, you know, like, Oh, watch it there, sweetheart. Like, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yes. It just, I, I hope we have some of the, the black blood oozing no, in the series. Oh no. No, fuck no. that. He's going to eat a real fish. Which I uh I didn't I would, notice I would, that would be hilarious though. Like <laughs> if he just if he was sitting at like a table and just was like cutting up a like eating an actual fish, like a cooked fish, not like a yeah. you know like, sushi. <laughs> sushi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um I didn't notice it the second time, but he actually does have a waddle. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, has like a limp kind of the Yeah, thing. and yeah. he's walking to the funeral scene. You can notice mm-hmm. it really well there. And of course, there's the funny one. I think you mentioned it on our, our previous episode when he's tied up and they like leave him. He has like a little waddle and he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, come back here. You assholes can't leave me like this. <laughs> Sorry, sons of bitches. Yeah. That's the one thing that I probably dislike about this Batman is that like a lot of them I can enjoy with my kids. And this one, absolutely not. Like, yeah. this is not a sit down and watch with the yeah. kids kind of no, thing. No, absolutely not. <laughs> So uh, the last one, the the BVS was a very, I I wasn't planning on watching with the kids. It just kind of had had to happen that way. (laughs) And I was like, all right, before we sat down to watch it, my wife and I were like, all right, we're going to finish this movie real quick. But just it's a movie and we're going to let it be there. (laughs) Just preparing. (laughs) So there's no finishing BVS or the Batman real quick. Like these motherfuckers. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, I know. There we had we did. Whoa. It was like watching a play. Like we had to have an intermission, but with both yeah. of these movies, like <laughs> pause it, get up, go pee, have a snack. Like <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you have to have a palate cleanser, or in my case, get ads about AT and T or whatever. Yeah, every fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's such bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The again, the th- one of the things that I mentioned in our previous that I just love, and they just. Now, now that I was more aware of it and watching it, I like they hammer you over the head with the similarities between Riddler and Batman in this movie. Between they both have journals, they both write on their floor, they're both wearing masks, they're both orphans. They both like the the very first scene where Riddler's introduced the uh, the the one politician's like watching stuff like TV in the dark. And then, like, he moves away, and then Riddler's just standing there in the darkness. That's a very Batman maneuver. Like, it's just very, like, they're, they are hammering it home that these guys are very similar to one another. Well, and they're yeah. both looking through binoculars as well. Like, oh, like, yes. Oh, I didn't even notice that one. Like, there you go. There's another tick in that box. <laughs> no, there's, there's, yeah, there's a ton. And I think this was actually a pretty decent Riddler. And like you were saying, uh, on the previous podcast where the Riddler and the Arkham games is kind of like a, a saw type character. I like that. I like that in this movie where he's like that as well. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot this one did the like jigsaw kind of traps. And I was like, oh, yeah. I even like mentioned that to my wife because I was like, oh, I just mentioned this, how the video game one did it. But yeah, no, like I love that take on it. And 
this is supposed to feel like Seven, the the movie Seven meets Batman. Okay. And in that movie, like people, like it's a serial killer that's killing people by like the seven deadly sins. Yeah. And they're killed in the ways of like how their sin is. And anyway, it's very evocative of that. And it's it's so great. It's just, I, I know that sounds twisted and fucked up, but like, it's just a really cool Batman story. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I enjoy this Batcave, and it makes the most sense out of any other Batcave. Yeah, that we have seen. Like, I thoroughly, I know we were talking about that earlier. I think this is awesome that it's an old Wayne Enterprises railway yeah, kind of yeah. substation or something like that. It reminded me a lot of the Ninja Turtles as well. So, like, I really did enjoy that kind of a Batcave. It just made the most sense to me. What I want to know is where are all those bats coming from? Like, did he sh- did he haul in all those bats? Like, when yes. he goes into the <laughs> railway and they're just all hanging there, I'm like, they couldn't have all gotten down there. Like, he had to haul those in. <laughs> he pulled a nose arc and put two in there, and it's just over the two years. <laughs> okay, I see. <laughs> and the Batmobile, I, I really love this Batmobile. Yeah. Like, I... I would say I'm a Mopar guy and I just seeing this just brings up all the Mopar feelings. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I, I too, my, my note is I really like this Batmobile. It's not my favorite, but I like it. And, uh, I just love that scene in the rain when he's revving it up and it's just getting red hot. <laughs> like I just fucking love that. And then, yeah, it just looks like he just took a, a nice old car and just strapped a rocket engine to it, like just put some reinforcement roll cage bars and stuff on it, and just like there you go, there's my Batmobile. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I love that too. That's that still thing, like cracks me up on that though. That the first time I saw it, I thought he just stalled it out whenever he was doing the whole revving thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it just lurched and then died. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, figure that clutch out. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this much: when after he crashes Penguin's car. I was watching this with I was watching this one with my wife. And you know, you get the scene of like Batman upside down walking towards the penguin and stuff. My wife goes, I was like, holy shit, this is kind of a western. Like this whole like story or whatever Mm -hmm, really is kind of like a western type story. So it was pretty cool because like the western genre in and of itself seems like pretty much dead and has been dead for years. Yeah. But like you're starting to see it more in other forms like the Mandalorian is very much like a Western. And then when I actually thought about Batman as a Western, I was like, holy shit, that actually kind of worked. Like, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I'm just, I'm thinking on that. (laughs) Sorry. I am like, I I think it's cool. What do you think of Catwoman? You've been quiet on Catwoman. (sighs) Because Julie Newmar is my Catwoman. Okay. Just nobody else can compare to her. Yeah. She's okay. Zoe Kravitz is okay. I like her more than Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, she's at least, you know, a thief, a jewel thief, or whatever the case is. Yeah. Uh, the whole Annika story and all that shit, it's just another story that I don't give a fuck about. And her going in hysterics and... I don't know what it is, but when she runs in there, she's like, baby. But I'm like, ah, that, it's just, it's fucking, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> and it's just, it, I don't know. It's just weird. The, uh, uh, I, this is probably my favorite live action Catwoman, but we haven't really gotten a lot of great ones. Like, 
No, yeah. no offense to your pick, but like I, I'm just thinking of like the Halle Berry one, and then the uh, like we said, the Batman Returns one. I can't think of her name right now. Uh, you just said it, but. Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank you, Michelle Pfeiffer. Like she's not licking herself, right. And eating canaries and stuff like that. So I um, like her. I like Zoe Kravitz better than Anne Hathaway. Yeah, which. But Anne Hathaway got more points for me last time when, when I watched her. So I, I like this one mainly because all all I need, like I like the the suit that she has. Mm-hmm. All I need is a is a comic accurate like cowl helmet <laughs> thing. <laughs> because like that suit is very evocative of like my favorite catwoman from the comics. And uh and then of course not a chain, give her a whip. But uh yeah, I just I really, I really enjoy it. Yeah, she was kicking ass with that rope, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Do she you, was. Do you, uh, have you, I know you were, spoilers, I may even edit this out, but I know you're reading The Long Halloween. Have you gotten, because there's a, they pull stuff from The Long Halloween for Catwoman in this movie. So, just for you out there that's listening, we are doing The Long Halloween for our Halloween special. So, be on lookout for that. And also, go ahead and start reading it, because it's long as fuck, too. (laughs) It's like 12 issues long. But... No, I have only gotten issue one done so far only because I want to write notes as I'm reading them so that I remember shit by the time we get to the Halloween episode. So, but I'm going to be on the lookout for that now. Okay. Well, then I won't spoil it for you, but (laughs) uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy the, uh, the Catwoman stuff in this. Um, Again, the, the Riddler stuff's great. I love all the riddles. They're fun. Um, Yeah. I can't really think of anything else, honestly. I just, I really enjoy this movie. <laughs> I hate the Bruce-Alfred relationship. Yeah. I hate right. the story. I hate that they have to go through whatever they're going through. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I will say. At least I, we're past it now, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like that. And then I don't like learning that, like, Thomas Wayne, like, had to work with Falcone to, like, do something. Even if it was for like good reasons that that bothers me a little bit but i get it like they're trying to do something with maybe future movies um so. when they're making falcone catwoman's dad that was weird too i didn't like that okay well uh slight spoilers that's what's in that's what's in the long halloween <laughs> yeah, well there you go <laughs> <laughs> that, but they she's a she's a daughter i think of fal it may be maroney but it's one of the mob bosses I didn't realize that was comic book accurate. If it's comic book accurate, I don't mind it as much, but I didn't realize that was comic book accurate. It's for the long Halloween. I don't know if it's in true continuity because I don't think the, the long Halloween is part of true continuity. I don't think it is either. Because a lot of the Frank uh, Miller stuff isn't. <laughs> but interesting enough, this movie starts out on Halloween, which was pretty cool as well. Yeah. So, cool. Y'all got anything else? No. If you want to hear more, go back and listen to our other episode. Yeah. I was going to say, we, we did a whole breakdown of this movie. So, all right. The big question is, though, that everybody wants to know, which one is the best Batman of the two? And I don't know if I should give mine or not yet, because I know y'all had y'all's already picked. So, but we'll just start off with Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, it's the Batman. Uh, Rob Pattinson. Um, he just really shines in this movie, so... <laughs> hey oh oh wait I do I do want to talk about one thing since you talked about the physique and I'm sorry to step on your, your oh yeah, yeah 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 like good. don't like Pattinson when casted they asked him if he was going to work out and he said no he's not because he doesn't do that for any of his roles 
So don't put a shirtless scene Ugh. with him in there. Like, I don't need that. I like because he's so like he's beefier than he was when he was in the Twilight movies, but he's still so scrawny looking. Yeah. Don't yeah. show that scene. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we haven't seen much of his Bruce Wayne, so it's hard to like actually rate it or whatever. But so far, I'm not digging his Bruce Wayne at all. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. Please continue. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's really about all I had on my need. Just yeah, Batman wanted out for me. Robert Pattinson was a shining star of this. Yes, gotcha. he was. Okay. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which of these is your favorite Batman movie? I'm going to let you go because you've gone last all the time. So I'm going to let you go. I'm going to say, okay. <laughs> I freaking love Ben Affleck Batman. Absolutely, positively love him as Batman. That is my favorite Batman of all the Batman. Um, I would be fine if him taking over the role from here on out. And... Batman v Superman is awesome. I can actually, I actually did not fall asleep during it. I did fall asleep during the Batman. <laughs> so, um, that lets you know anything. But story wise, I think the Batman is by far the better Batman story. I think it is the better of the two as far as it being Batman. So I'm going to pick the Batman as the best of the two of those Batman stories, movies. I think you're going to get more of a solid. Batman out of that one. Wow. I was not wow. expecting this. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my vote's Batman. The Batman. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the, it's so fucking good. It's so yeah. good. And like, it, my, my one takeaway from this while watching this is one, I've learned that there's no perfect Batman unless you're Kevin Conroy from the animated series. Fight me <laughs> on anybody that I don't care. Uh, um, but also, I am sad because uh, Ben Affleck does like direct and write great films. Um, what is it? Uh, Gone Girl, um, the one he did before that. Gosh, Argo. I can't. Uh, Fargo. Uh, Argo. Yes, Argo is a great one. Um, it was like Uptown Girl or something. I can't remember. Not Uptown Girl, but anyway. The Town. The Town. That's it. The Town's great. Yeah. He was slated to write, direct, and star in yep. a Batman film. Yeah, I am sorely disappointed to not see that because I do like, like I said, I hate the Zack Snydery bullshit, like what he does with Superman <laughs> in that film. But the Batman <laughs> stuff is pretty okay. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Smith is good friends with Ben Affleck. He himself like knows about the character. He was stoked to play Batman. Um, so I think he could like. There is a parallel universe out there where he made this movie and it's probably amazing and I want to see it. So I hate that we'll never get to at least see that part of it. Um, but yeah, it, it's got to be the Batman for me. <laughs> and if this podcast makes it to a black hole to a parallel universe, we need that file sent over here now. <laughs> <Immediately>. <laughs> we don't have to share with anybody. We just want to see it. So exactly. So around the table, the Batman, the Batman so far is the best Batman movie up against BVS. Uh, I guess in the coming weeks, it will be going up against Christian Bale's The Dark Knight. That's going to be a freaking great talk right there. Yeah. So do we know what two Batman movies will be going up against next week? 
Yes, uh, it will be Batman 1989 and Batman Forever. And then, of course, you mentioned The Dark Knight versus The Batman. Awesome. Come join us next week then to go listen to that for the semi-finals. So, until then, Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can I find you at? Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have a, a uh, X, a Twitter, whatever you want to call it, uh, Instagram, <laughs> a threads. Uh, I have a handle of Night Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. Um, if you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the plat... Uh, pat... Ugh. <laughs> the platform formerly known as Twitter. The Pattinson formerly known. <laughs> uh, you can check us out under the handle Comically Comics with an X. Awesome. I really butchered that one. <laughs> <laughs> I would say your previous ones have done, you know, you, you've done well in all those. So, like, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. you do, do every episode. And we appreciate you for it. <laughs> You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comments. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comments. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Do you buy, Jeremy? You will. (laughs) (laughs) You're letting him kill Martha. What does that mean? Why did you say that name? Find them. Save Martha. Why did you say that name? Martha, why did you say that name? Stop. Please, stop. Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. It's his mother's name. 